Welcome to the LA Realtor Podcast. I'm Paul with Great Builds. And I'm Sarah with Glen Oaks Escrow. And we're getting to know the industry one conversation at a time. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Why are you laughing? I always laugh when you ask me how I am. <laughs> Seems like a strange way um, to start a podcast, but I like it. Uh, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> did I um did I tell you that I'm gonna do a five day fast next week? <gasps> no. Be kind of cranky, maybe. Oh well, I'm glad we're not recording next week. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Be. I will steer, steer clear five of you. Day fast. What for? I'm trying this. Um, it's not actually a fast. It's a fast mimicking diet. I get 800 calories a day, ah. which is not a lot. What is this for? Fun. That sounds fun. Yeah. I can't wait to hear about yeah. it. <laughs> Anyways, I'll let you know how it goes. If Please I'm still do. alive. Yeah, after, yeah, yeah. That's it'll be great. Good. It'll be good. <laughs> so can I tell you about our guest? Please do. Yeah. So our guest today has a fantastic name and that, <laughs> and we're going to ask him about it for sure. And uh, he runs a really interesting company called A-List Moving and Storage. And we're going to learn all about that. And uh, so welcome, Lyndon Johnson. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Sarah. I appreciate it. And you know, Paul, I'm a big fan yeah. of the, the fasting. I have a lot of friends that'll say, mm. you're crazy or you are you shouldn't do this. But like, it's just kind of my daily thing. I don't, on the weekends, I'll have breakfast. But during the week, which maybe it doesn't sound healthy, I guess it's, I'll leave it up to the doctors or whoever to, to decide this. But I personally don't like to really have anything. I'll have a piece of toast, but then I'd eat dinner at night and I'll have a cup of coffee and drink water through the day. But I don't know. I feel more productive when yeah. I'm not eating. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm doing the, uh, I've been doing the 16-8. Intermittent fasting. Thank you. Intermittent mm-hmm. fasting. And I feel pretty good. Although I am, I get really hungry, like mm. right before bed, about 10 PM. I'm like, oh, that bagel looks really good. And I, oh, <laughs> That's I'm the best on. time to eat a bagel, I hear. I know. It tastes so good <laughs> at 10 PM. Yeah. 10 PM bagels. <laughs> Well, let's jump in. Okay. Lyndon Johnson. I almost can't say that without saying Lyndon B. Johnson. So, I mean, (laughs) come on. It's a president's name. I know you probably get asked this all the time, but give us, you know, just give us the background. (laughs) Would you? Do you know what the B? Do you know the B? Do you know what it stands for? I do. Baines. Really? Good for you. That's awesome. That's not your middle name. Yes, is it? it is. I'm Lyndon Baines Johnson. I'm LBJ. Get wow. Yeah, I know. Too, so exciting. LBJ, that's a good, that's a good nickname. What? Yeah. Well, yeah, what's yeah. the background but, of that? Your parents? parents uh, so big fans? I, I was born in um, 64 and let's see, uh, cause uh, Johnson took over in 63 cause the assassination was in I think it was in November of 63, somewhere around there. And I believe, mm. so, you know, it was this kind of that thing with my family was a bit more, cause that was a real shocker for everyone. And this is kind of patriotic thing. We had the last name Johnson. I was the sixth child. They were running out of names. I think my dad said, I don't <laughs> care. I'm going back to work. You pick a name and I don't care anymore. <laughs> and she liked Lyndon Baines Johnson and that's how it stuck. She did not that like is awesome. John F. Kennedy Johnson. No. <laughs> yeah, how no. come I didn't get that one? name's out at yeah. that point? <laughs> I should have. Uh, yeah, I should have been John uh, F. Kennedy Johnson. Could have gone either way. Could have gone either way. Tip really, mom. <laughs> I love it. Anyways, so you're from a family of patriots. Well, I'm a. I'm. I'm. I'm I mean, I grew up in a small town and a big family. You know, six kids and small home and. 
My parents were kind of a more blue collar kind of thing, but good parents. And they really instilled in me good work ethics. And my dad used to have this thing. He says, I don't care what you're doing. If you're uh, sweeping the floor, be the best person sweeping that floor. So when I always liked that, that's the kind Aww. of thing that I like to instill in my employees and in my business and whatever you're doing, you're not above anything, right? I don't care if I go out right. and I can help my guys or do whatever I can do. You're not above anything. You just do the best job that you can and you compete, you, you know, provide good service. I think that in of itself is probably a secret to all good businesses. Yeah. Yeah. Well, can I ask where you're from? Uh, I grew up in a little town, uh, Summers, Connecticut. No, so New England. Yeah, we were really close oh, to Boston. Okay. Are you guys, are you Irish? No. Well, yeah, actually, yes. Yeah, sorry. You know what's so weird? I For Christmas, I, I got an ancestry thing, so I sent that off. And so I'm waiting to see, but a lot yeah. of Swede in me and, and Irish. Irish, yes. Uh, a lot. Yeah, the Irish was a tip-off with the six kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a very... <laughs> yeah. That was my mom's family. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. She was one of seven. You're part Irish. Yeah. Irish. All right. I'm half Irish. Oh, look at that. <laughs> well, uh, that was good. That was uh, <laughs> almost a good segue <laughs> to jump into what you do. And I think so A-list moving and storage. Yeah. So let's jump okay. into that. Well, look, mm. realtors, right? You're representing either buyers or sellers. Someone's got to move. No, two people have to move in that transaction. Yeah. You know, someone's moving in, someone's moving out. So mm. they always need movers. Mm. And my experience, you've moved Sarah before, mm. I imagine. My experience is it's not always a good experience. I've only used a professional mover one time. Once. Because okay. I decided I was way too old and mature to move myself. Right. You, you can't <laughs> like, get your friends I'm for like, nah, your money. It's worth to, the money. Right. It's absolutely worth the money. But yes, I've heard, I've heard some horror stories, so but um, luckily yes. mine was fine. It was good. Yeah. Okay. Well, tell us. So, okay. So tell us about your specific moving company, how you got into the business, why you're in the business and what's kind of special about you guys. Okay. But I, you know, I just want to touch on something that you mentioned, Sarah, too. And just what you were talking about, Paul, just look, you say moving and storage, there's not much explanation. You kind of know what it is. Everybody knows what it is. Right. But there's this kind of wild West mentality about it still with this business, right? depending on who you reach out to and who's doing the work, you don't know what you're going to get. It could be crazy. It's not like saying, I, I don't know, when you're, you're going to a restaurant, you, you just expect a certain level. You don't know. And plus, remember, you're, you're entrusting these people to come into your house and depending on what you have in there and privacy, all kinds of things. So, and so I think that really matters. And I also think uh, like what Sarah's uh, was saying, it's interesting because some people will still, even when they have the money to do it, for some reason, it's almost like, I don't know, like it's your DNA to say, ah, oh, you know, I've just grown up always moving my stuff. I'm not <laughs> going to pay for it. I don't know what, what that is. Right. And, but when a lot of people were I've met and we do that, they're like, I don't know why I didn't do this years ago. This is so much easier. And I get it. You know, it's a <laughs> cost, cost thing, but, but anyway, yeah. So, uh, Paul, just, uh, you know, kind of answer your question, just to back it up. So, uh, years ago, when I first moved out to LA, I first came out, it was kind of my late twenties, starting to get into my thirties. And I, you know, I was going to do the, the acting thing and like any starving actor, you need work, you need to actually pay for food. And so to do that, I ended up getting a job at a moving business and I did that for quite a while. So that's really where I learned the foundation, kind of the nuts and bolts to everything that I, I kind of know about that business, which I didn't know 
would come full circle later on. Because while I was doing that, it kind of parlayed into this work where I worked at NBC for many years. And I did marketing business development. I ended up working with these like A-lists. Again, that's where that name comes from because I worked with a lot of A-list celebrities and right. professionals and et cetera. And I worked with the, the local team here in Los Angeles, but I also worked on a national level. And I was able to kind of connect my creative passions on business side. But ultimately, many years later, I was doing some freelance work uh, for a moving company and I, and I doubled the business a year. And then I said, kind of had this light bulb moment. I said, you know, I'm going to start my own. And then that's where it came from. And that's where the name came from. And then I used a lot of the skill sets, whether it was the marketing from NBC or whatever I was doing when from many years ago to start my own business. And when I started A-List and with the A-List, the one thing I didn't want, it, it almost felt like I it was being prohibitive in, in the fact that I was saying, oh, I don't want you to feel like I have to be a celebrity or someone or I have to pay a fortune. I just wanted you to know the level and the quality right. you'll be taking care of. You know, we're going to kind of roll out the red carpet, so to speak, for every client and take great care of them. But right. I think ultimately what differentiates our business and like many businesses that they all kind of are in the that same kind of like, okay, what is better about this moving business than this moving business is the people. It's ultimately the people. And you're not run through a machine. We're going to pick up the phone. We're going to talk to you. I always hand out my cell phone. Anybody wants to call me, they can call my office. We're going to always strive to take great care of each person, treat them like family, roll out the red carpet, uh, we do provide, obviously, some extra things that like, let's say for some celebrities or people in this town or if somebody wants to pay for it, they want to go away for the weekend and come back. We have designers and organizers that will go in, know, mm. understand where they want the things because, you know, it's not copy and paste from one house to another house. And then they can go away and come back and soup the nuts. Everything's done for them. The televisions are put, the dishes are put away. Everything's done. They can literally go away and come back and that other house is moved into. Now everybody wants to pay for it. You know, most yeah. it's traditional moving where right. people want a packing and moving services, sometimes unpacking. But, you know, we run the full gamut of whatever you need. And we'll also help people. We move people long distance yeah. as well, but we'll, we'll help facilitate if somebody wants pods, I can help them with that, whatever they need. We'll provide referrals. It's not always, always I say this many times to people and, and I really mean it. It's not always about making money. It's about what kind of service, because right. I find the more service you provide, the more people like, okay. I'll keep coming back and the more people they refer back. Because as you guys know, I mean, I know a little right. something about with you guys and just listening to your stories as well. It's like when you're working with contractors, you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> and some people are going to be great right. and some aren't. But what is the difference between them? They say what they do and they do what they say. They show up on time. They're going to they're going to they're going to care about what they're doing, you know, and it matters. So and the people. Yeah. Hire. Anyway, I sorry. love that. I love that everyone can have the same level of service and then you have the white glove, mm. so to speak, add-ons, which is so great because it doesn't leave anybody out. Anybody yeah, can completely. I, I've had people call me and say, oh, I, I think you're going to be too expensive or I don't think I can use you or I looked at it and I saw the different celebrities and people. Well, yeah, we're going to do that because that helps. <laughs> if you see that, that just makes you go, well, if they're using them, they must trust them. I can trust them. So it's a huge part of its trust factor. Most of our referrals come from yeah. realtors. And it's a big thing when a realtor refers you because they're putting their neck out for you. And, and you guys know that. I mean, sure. any of the realtors listen, they yeah. know that I have many realtors that I'll meet and they're like, I, I don't want to touch it. I want to put your name on a concierge list and I want to walk away because they do not <laughs> want that call that says, why did you 
Glenn, these people, you know, they just don't <laughs> want to hear it. So I know when they do that, and I tell them, listen, I know what that means. And we're going to bend over backwards, make sure all our clients are happy. But it's so important when they do that. But then once you get that trust factor, you get a shorthand, we're working with each other. Hey, Lyndon, can you take care? Of it? Yep, no problem. And I have so many and it just keeps building and building kind of becomes this snowball effect. But so many realtors, some of them just will not. They're just like, I hear you. You're yeah. great. I know a lot of great agents use you. I'd rather refer someone to a list, but teach his own. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean, for sure. But with, <laughs> if I could ask you about doing some of the celebrity yeah. clients you've done, I'm not going to ask you to name names, but have there been any kind of strange requests or uh, oh. you know, sort of yeah. Yeah, well, high maintenance? Interesting uh, scenarios. Clientele? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've often... I've, <laughs> Who was it once? Somebody, I think, had approached me about doing a reality show, actually. And the hardest part about that mm -hmm. is because there's no way they're signing off on it. If they're doing something where they're at their home and kind of more controlled, but with this and when they're moving, because there is some weird things that some things I, I wouldn't even want to talk about, but some really funny incidents and stuff that happens with some higher clientele. There was one that... uh <laughs> I, re I remember one of the guys said that they went in, this woman's very famous and a Victoria's Secret model, and that's where we'll leave it. And they pulled something wow. out from under a bed and it was vibrating inside the, inside the uh, shoebox. <laughs> and she said, oh, that's my back massager. And but, it is, and, and it is, of course. And I'm not saying it isn't, and, but it was a very uncomfortable, awkward moment. Everyone just stood quiet and you just kind of, but you know, that's kind of one of those just weird. And because again, you know, the reason I kind of showcase that moment is because you're brought into people's lives, a private privacy, especially, you know, you want people to feel like, especially uh, the, those celebrities or people that are, they're concerned about their privacy. They don't want you running out and saying things and doing things right. and they can, know and, right. and feel comfortable knowing that's not going to happen. There's so many other instances and things. I just thought that's kind of a fun, cute moment. There's times where people have come out. One of my guys, once he uh, pulled something out of a drawer, it had about, I think, 50 or $60,000 in cash and oh, wow. brought it to the, to the woman, called the office, told me about it. And I said, well, bring it to them, make sure they understand. So I didn't, and the person said, I didn't even know it was there. <laughs> so, but you know. Do you ever have to sign NDAs? There, are, there have been moments, yes. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Most imagine. of them, like yeah. I met with Harrison Ford before, and some people that just they don't need anybody around them. They don't have anyone. They're just they're just yeah. And he's just really great, cool guy. Most most of the people are like you know they're really relaxed and chilled. But you know it just depends. Everybody there's a real privacy thing. But again, I never want anyone to feel like you yeah. have you know oh I can't call these guys. We move people in studio apartments. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was going to ask that. I was like, is there any minimum or maximum? No, the, you're in a mansion or a studio apartment. Our goal is to take care of you, try to provide great service. And of course, we'll throw in discounts, especially realtors that use us. We put their name in the estimate, give special discounts to them. And yeah, we try to take care of everybody and, and keep that price where it's competitive. What's the hard, uh, Linda, what's the hardest thing to move? I mean, you, th you, you hear about like pianos. Is that right? No, what, pianos aren't that bad. Really I think it's more about access. I think with any yeah. move, what people don't understand is because sometimes when you're doing an estimate for a client, right, they, they go, uh, as a matter of fact, I had one yesterday and the woman said, so yeah, that's not much, maybe two people, right? I'm like, no, 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 no. It's different if your house is here, you back up a truck to the front door. Very simple. 
But when you have to come out of someone's place, you go 100 yards to get to the elevator, you come down, you go through an underground parking, come out to where the trucks are. There's a lot of logistics in planning that, whether you need street parking, there's getting the certificate of insurances for the buildings. There's making sure there's a lot of other things that are planned, but people don't realize, I said, you carry one item out your door, come down, go over there, put it in the truck, secure it in the truck, then walk all the way back. It just takes time. Access is the biggest one that people never factor in. So I'm sorry, Paul, what Mm. what was the question again? What did you? Oh, pianos aren't that bad. I'm just bringing that because of access. Um, We get weird things. You know, it might be, you know what it is a lot of times Mm. with these weird art where something's kind of made and it's sometimes there's art where the art itself comes out of the picture or you get this weird statue and a piece of metal comes out and there's a piece of glass that comes off that's super thin or somebody's got this elaborate Lego setup that's so they're trained to, they don't (laughs) want to take it apart. Can you move this for me? And it takes up more uh-huh. like a couple of dining rooms tables worth of stuff and it's elaborate lego and you're right. like okay how are we going to figure out because some of it's a it's a scratcher and sometimes we've had to hire cranes right. because you can't get it into the building so you have to lift it with a crane and bring it in right. through a patio or something x number of floors up i mean it's yeah every move's got kind wow. of weird different some of them you know pretty standard but you just never know what you're going to run across this is totally a random tangent but i was in poland few years ago. And they like, because the hallways and the entryways and all that is so difficult to get into, most of their moves are done through the um, Uh, outside windows. And so they, they have just these platforms and then they're just like lowering them and, and, Uh. and bringing them back up and down. And they're just, every load is just going right through the window. It's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But we were going to ask about lamps. Because we've heard that lamps are difficult to transport, especially lampshades. <laughs> Not for this professional. Yeah. Well, what do you have any tricks? Um, well, we have <laughs> lamp boxes. So there's like, there's kind of, kind of something for everything. But unfortunately, the life of moving would be easy if everybody had exactly the same thing. But it's just not the way. Like so varied, right? right? From lamp to lamp to piece of, of art and tables. So with lamps and lampshades, we like to take the lampshades off, put them in a separate box. That might be a dish pack or a different type of art box. We have these things called express boxes. It's a large, thick, rectangular shaped box that we put sensitive items into. And sometimes we'll stack them inside there. They go at the end of the truck. You kind of stack them high, you pull them off and you can put electronics things. You wrap them in blankets. It's just different things Mm. that you learn that work. We have individual art boxes. You can create things. There's all kinds of different things that you can do. But there's also the factor that says, even when you're doing art, people don't want to pay a lot. So if you're taking the time to individually art box everything, that might be too much. They might want it. They might not want it. Is it going long distance? Is it going local? How can we do it? Sometimes I'll have a truck that's just set up for art because people have so much art. So the only thing that's going on this truck to make sure nothing happens, it's all, everything has a different it keeps you on your toes at times. Like, how are you going to deal with this? Because, yeah. and and some places, maybe you're over in um, kind of blanket, is it Echo, Echo Valley? Yes, Echo Park. Echo Park. Park. Stairs. Echo Park. You know, like some places there's, I'll get to a place where wow. there's over a hundred stairs to get to it. <laughs> it's just crazy. You look at some of this. Your movers like, oh. must be very fit. <laughs> yeah, you and that that's the, yeah, it's like a fitness. Yeah, you stay you, you stay in shape. You should sign up for Lyndon's uh, private yeah, fitness uh, program wanna, where you move <laughs> yeah. sh- you move shit. All you day get paid. To I exercise. don't do it anymore, yeah. but but I I I, I you know yeah. you do stay in shape. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool though because when you're I, I imagine that 
working with a lot of high-end homes and stuff like that, where there is interesting and unique things like art, it makes you guys so much better at improvising and figuring out how to pack all this multitude of different things. Whereas I think some moving companies are just so basic that they're packing everything the same. They're not taking the same care. And like you said, do you want art boxes for everything? Or are we just throwing this yeah. all Yeah. And you, you know, know? <laughs> the other big part of all of this, which you guys can probably attest to, certainly any realtors listening to this will, is uh, from client to client, the big X factor is, is, is what type of client do you have? I had a gentleman not long ago and a, a realtor had come to me, said, listen, Lyndon, we've already put seven different moving companies in front of them. They've turned them all down. We ended up getting the job, but I went over and met with them. But I'm, I'm honest and I'm also kind. So I just said to the client, I said, look, I feel like with your wife, she needs some hand holding. It's going to take time. I'm adding a day because he always, you know, he said, I, I think you're adding a day. It's already more than what the other guys were doing. I said, you know this, you know this. I met your wife. She's lovely, but she's going to need hand holding. We can't, we have to take time and we can't push her. Every client, and when you're dealing with that, you have to know there's a certain X factor involved. Some people know more of what they want. They're very detailed. They're going to do it. Some people are going to, you don't know what you're going to get, right? Everybody's different. And that might even be what they're going through. I say that when you meet clients, there's kind of one of three things. They're either super happy, they're really sad, or they're in the middle of both because there could be a divorce. There could be you lost someone. You could be super excited because you're moving into that dream home and you're getting out of the house you you really stayed in for years until you could get that dream home. So you just never know. And there's also understanding that for me is easy, but I always tell them you can like me, but my guys have to have that empathy factor. And it's important for me that when I hire people and when they come in, they're not only trained, but they have to understand that, that they're caring, kind, nice with people. And I, th- I think the thing I'm most proud of is that people will call me many times and say, I don't know where you get these guys, but they're just so nice. They'll just bend over backwards because mm-hmm. I always say moving's hard enough. You know, you might move them and nothing happens, right? But they were grumpy and miserable. That's not fun. But if you right. move them and nothing happened and on top of it, they were kind, nice, compassionate, you're checking off the boxes. Yeah. I love that it's more about the relationship yeah, than yeah. the transaction and keeping that front of mind, like creates a much better experience for everybody. Well, and and I never really thought about the fact that you guys are kind of, at least in, in your company, you're kind of therapists in a weird way, because I never thought about <laughs> the fact that moving is stressful, like in every situation, whether it's going to be great or fun and you're, or, or, or depressing because you're getting a divorce, it's always stressful. There's lots of things going on, your transaction, your escrow your inspections. So the fact that you kind of treat it with kid gloves is, uh, yeah. makes a lot of sense. You know, sense. you're, you're yeah. right about that, Paul. I mean, I think that you do have to be a bit of a therapist because number of times I've had people crying on my shoulder and you do care for them. And it's, it's tough. There's yeah. things that are, you know, life happens. Uh, you know, it's that, that thing where I say, we don't move people, we move their lives. And that's what, that's what we do, you know? So it's, Oh, I yeah, like that. it is. And it, but it's, it's also true because um, you're doing a job and trust me, you have to do the job and you have to do it right. But at the same time, can't we can't we still kind of care and give a damn about each other? I mean, I mean, is that too much to ask? Yeah, right. That's right. Question for you about geography. Is there do you go everywhere in L.A. County? Do you go everywhere in Southern California? Do you have any limitations as no, far as distance? No, we can go everywhere. We can, we move people across country. We do everything. We do it different though, because unlike most, which I can, I refer people out if they're, if they're kind of looking to really save the costs. 
when we move people, we move them only and we give them exact delivery time. Most traditional long distance moving is by volume. You put them on a semi truck, um, you're making stops and drops off, pickups. The person who's driving it certainly was not involved in your move. He's just a driver. You got to hire someone locally. The person and foreman who's on the job also drives the truck. We go one way and we only drive them given exact delivery day. We have to rent the truck. It costs more. So that's factored into it. So a lot of yeah. times it doesn't work for people, but I'm always happy to refer to them. There's one, one client that I've used for that. So I give people different options. I say, whatever works for you, what, whatever you like, that's all that matter. I mean, sometimes it's not us even doing the job. Okay. Even if you want to ask me some questions, I'm happy to answer that. So we'll also even give them, um, I've done things with pods. I'm not making any money on it. I'm just happy to look it up, help them and say, hey, maybe this is a best method for you. And you can go this way. We can load the pods for you and then they can take it from there. Or you can go the traditional or we'll move you and here's the cost for that. Right. That's awesome. I, I'm not talking about A-list, of course, when I'm, when I'm uh, in reference to this. But every time I've moved, mm. a couple things break. Yeah. And I've kind of learned that not to be surprised anymore because like construction, which is my industry, things are imperfect. And when you move things, I almost expect them like that certain amount things are just going to break. Is that the right expectation or can you have a perfect? Um, I mean, we, we do have perfect moves and we, we do often, but you know, I always say a good test of the company is not when things are going good. Who are you? Who are you when things are bad? So it happens. And so people can get insurance if they want. There's a free insurance. It's 60 cents per pound per article. That's what it's called. At least if you're a licensed bond insured company, you get that. You automatically get it free. You can get additional insurance. I walk people through that if they want it. But, you know, even when people have gotten free insurance, I've taken care of it. Luckily, I don't have to deal with it too much. I guess that's the nice part. It's always about training how skilled they are, but accidents happen. Someone, anybody can be walking outside and hold something and slip and fall down. Nothing's ever perfect, as we know. And it's just how you're going to deal with it. And we try to either, if we can fix it, take care of it, monetarily uh, take care of it and pay them whatever. We're going to always try to um, make it right and never leave anybody with kind of a a bad taste in their mouth. You know, we're going to always do our best job yeah. to uh, make sure that we're we're taking care of it for them. So they don't have to feel like, wow, that was that was awful. Or someone just, you know, say, no, it's your fault or whatever, whatever that is. Wow. Yeah. Well, if I ever move again, I'll be calling you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Thank you. What do you, <laughs> yeah. you've been in the business yeah. for a while right now. You've had this company for a while. Is there anything that you like most about what you do? And is there anything you dislike most about what you do? I found, I don't know where it came from or whatever. My sister's a social worker. I think there's something in our family we like to help people. I think I do like that. So that's good. I like the fact that sometimes being creative and and the fact that how are we even going to do this move with some moves? A lot of moves are just going to be kind of standard, but how are we going to do this or how are we going to take care of that? Sometimes that's kind of fun and challenging and make you scratch your head. Managing, I think of moving as like managing a football team as well. You know, you have different players. Some are going to be star quarterbacks and some are backup quarterbacks. And it's inevitable until we get robots or something that and people with different personalities and some have stronger skill sets. So how do you manage that? Make sure these are the people that are good for packing. These are the people that are good for doing this type of move or maybe handling the pianos, whatever that might be. So there's a lot about all of that aspect that I enjoy, I guess, from the business to the creative side. I like that. I think the part that's not fun 
for me that I cannot stand doing is doing anything where I'm just doing kind of having to deal with, oh, accounting or insurance or all those aspects of business that you have to have or talk about or deal with. I just can't stand that stuff. Like if I'm just dealing with like the marketing (laughs) side, meeting with realtors, helping the clients, talking to them, I'd be happy. But that stuff, I hate that business side of it. And I can't, I just absolutely can't stand it. But it's, you know, you have to deal with it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, great. Yeah. That was helpful. This um, is this is great. <laughs> I, learned I learned a lot. I learned a lot about <laughs> Jinx. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. About moving. I don't think I've ever really talked to somebody at length about no. the moving industry in any way, shape, or form. So it's like it's really interesting to hear your perspective. But I also think you're very different in who you are and what your company is which is pretty cool. Yeah, moving, uh, like you said, when we started this interview, like uh, it's kind of the Wild West. A guy with a truck can be a mover. I mean, it's not supposed to be (laughs) and he's going to really screw it up. But just like a guy with a truck can be a contractor. But that's not the guy you want. You know, to each his own. You know, maybe that guy's super nice and it worked out for that person. Whatever. I'm not going to knock anybody, but he's trying to make a dollar, trying to survive. Whatever it is. But you're right. Are you licensed, bond insured? People know what they're getting into, but you're right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, Paul. So I think we can all agree. Lyndon B. Johnson for president. I mean, sorry, <laughs> Lyndon B. Johnson for all your yeah. moving needs. I, w- I wanted to, <laughs> and Sarah for I, vice I wanted to steal an old <laughs> slogan of Johnson's that he used to have, which was like, uh, I'll say all the way with LBJ. I oh. like it. Love it. All the Love way. It. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks Lynn, for coming guys. on. I really appreciate it. your time and, and having me on your show. Absolutely. Okay. See you next Bye. time. Bye. Right. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. I'm Paul with Great Builds. And I'm Sarah with Glen Oaks Escrow. And if you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. If you'd like to get in touch, please email us at larealtorpod at gmail.com. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time.